Hello everyone, welcome back. This is Tyler Feinstein, also known as Green Bay Hornet on Instagram and Twitter. And today we are on Season 1, Episode 3 of Talking with Tyler. And today we will be going over NFL coaches who are on the hot seat. Now, before I get into these guys, we need to lay out some ground rules. For one, you need to at least have two seasons of NFL coaching experience to be on this list. So one or zero, no, there's going to be... No first-year head coach that gets fired. The last time that happened was Steve Wilkes, but overall, that's super rare. And unless they have some off-field trouble or or you can just bring up Urban Meyer, but let's just hope there's no Urban Meyer cases this year, as that would be very disastrous. But without further ado, let's get into our candidates. So our first one here is Carolina Panthers head coach Matt Rule. And my friends, who I'm in a Panthers group chat as I am a Hornets fan, and they're also, most of them are Panthers fans. And they absolutely rip Matt Rule. <laughs> they wanted him fired this year. Now, I don't think he was fired mainly because he was seen as somewhat more of a long-term guy. Um, he was seen as more of a culture builder. builder. But before we get to um, what he's done at Carolina, we need to go back in college as this was one of the main reasons he was hired. He went 47-43 and 43 as a college football head coach at both Temple and Baylor, which doesn't sound exceptional, but he did have two 10-win seasons with the Owls and an 11-win season with the Bears and were in the Big 12 title game, and with Temple, he was in the American Championship game. So he definitely knew how to build a lot out of not the most talent. Temple doesn't get the most talent, and neither does Baylor. So he was seen as a culture guy who can kind of get the most out of his athletes. So in 2020, he was hired from Baylor and was introduced as the new Carolina Panthers head coach. Unfortunately for Matt Rule, things have gone very south in his two seasons in Charlotte. Um, He's gone 10-23 and in two seasons as the Panthers head coach, which is not good. However, I will give him some slack as he's had absolutely incompetent quarterback play. As if we look over his quarterbacks, these have been his starters. Teddy Bridgewater, who is a game manager and just a really good backup in the NFL. Sam Darnold, who stinks. Um, Cam Newton, who also stinks. And P.J. Walker, who is not good either. So, overall, his quarterback... His quarterbacks he's had to work with have been a complete disaster. Um, However, the team has shown no improvement in two seasons. Pretty much, it's been the same. 5-11 his first year, 5-12 his second year. They were ranked 21st in offense in 2020, fell down to 30th in 2021. Um, They have never finished better than third in the NFC South. They finished third in 2020 and fourth in 2021. And the offense was so pitiful last year that Matt Rule had to fire his offensive coordinator, Joe Brady, who now is the quarterback's coach for the Buffalo Bills, and hired former New York Giants head coach Ben McAdoo to take over as the new offensive coordinator. There's a lot going against Rule here. Obviously, the record isn't in his favor. The quarterback position is definitely in his, isn't in his favor, and that's been a killer for a lot of head coaches who got fired is because of below average to incompetent quarterback play. The offensive line has also been pretty horrible as well, so definitely not the best job by management to give him a proper roster to succeed.
but my final verdict is is I do think he will be fired if they win five games again. Now, if they go like eight and nine, I think there's a chance he keeps his job because it showed significant improvement, five wins to eight wins. But if they go another five-win season, I highly doubt he's going to stay. I don't remember any head coach who has been around three years with five wins and still manages that job. Maybe in college, if you're like a bad program and aren't expecting much. But in the NFL, you guys want to win. And at some point, at some point... They're probably going to fire Matt Rule. I think it's going to be after the season, not during the season. Because remember, they did pay him a pretty hefty contract. They paid him like a 60 or $64 million contract to get him out from Baylor, which is ridiculous. But so I do think Matt Rule will be fired, which I'm sure my uh, Hornets slash Panthers fans will be super happy. And will probably mark it as a date in Panthers history to be remembered, for God's sake. Um, next one up, maybe a little controversial, and I don't think it's necessarily this guy's fault. I think it's more of the instability in Washington and more of the track record recently of the head coaches. Um, this is uh, Ron Rivera of the Washington Commanders. He's 90-82 and 82 overall record in 11 seasons, 9 with the Panthers, 2 with the Commanders. He was hired in 2020 after being fired from the Panthers. He is 14-19 and 19 in two seasons as the commander's head coach, made one playoff berth. They won the NFC East in 2020 with a 7-9 record and actually gave the Super Bowl champion Tampa Bay Buccaneers a pretty hard time in that first playoff game where most thought it would be a cakewalk for Tampa. Um, the defense definitely took a major regression last year. They dropped from fourth in total defense last year to 25th. It was a very disappointing year for that unit especially as they will have one of the best defensive lines in football. The secondary really let them down. They did somewhat address, I mean, I mean, yeah. Sorry, that was a bit of a blank space in my head. I mean, they added William Jackson a year ago. It seems it hasn't helped too much. Um, But we also have to recognize... um, His other accomplishments, um, he is a two-time AP Coach of the Year, 2013-2015. He even beat Cantor last year, which was awesome. Go kick Cantor's ass. Cantor is a, you know, a biatch. And he made the Super Bowl, if every Panthers fan will remember, that 15-win team that went to the Super Bowl. I even watched most of that Super Bowl. Sadly, my grandpa wasn't there as I planned to watch it with him as he was in the hospital. But that's for a different story. Now, the reason I think it's because Washington has had such instability at the head coaching position. It was even a miracle Jay Gruden, of all people, stayed. As he was a pretty controversial figure. Um, and at the time, was way more controversial than his brother John. I know. I know. It's, we talked about John Gruden in the other video. Um, about the Packers when of the Rich Passaccia hiring. But anyway, that's besides the point. There's just been a recycle of coaches there. I hope Rivera isn't the next one to enter the coaching graveyard. But with this roster, I don't see, I don't see the Commanders being better than they were last year. Now Carson Wentz is an upgrade over Taylor Heineke, and I do think he got unfairly scrutinized after the loss to the Jaguars. And yes, while he did play horrible that game, the entire roster played horrible, and all of the blame should go on the entire roster rather than just the quarterback. But that's how the NFL works. But overall, in verdict, I actually do think he keeps his job if the commanders remain competitive. And they did add some rece- receiving help. Um, 
what was it, Curtis Samuel has to stay healthy, and Jahan Dotson they drafted in the first round, and they actually have a pretty good trio receiver, assuming they get Terry McLaurin's contract under control. That's a pretty damn solid wide receiver trio, and Antonio Gibson's a solid running back. And the O-line is passable. It's not horrible. So it could be a make-or-break year for Ron Rivera. I'm going to say no, though. I'm going to say he stays another year. He buys himself a little more time. Next up, we have the most successful coach on this list, and Pete Carroll of the Seattle Seahawks. He is 152 and 104 overall record as a head coach. Now, the reason is not because of his like record or anything. It has nothing to do with that. But Seattle is entering a full-scale rebuilding mode. Pete Carroll is in his early 70s, and I don't know if he wants to take part in it. He obviously won a Super Bowl with the Seahawks in 2013, but after the Legion of Boom got hit hard by injuries and a decline in play, the defense since 2019 has been a mess. They were 26th ranked in defense in 2019, 22nd in 2020, and 28th in 2021. And along with John Schneider, Pete Carroll, and John Schneider, they didn't really like address many of the roster issues. The offensive line was an issue for years, and it never, ever really got fixed. The only time Russell Wilson had like a good O-line was maybe like his, like, like his first two years and. Like, ever since, like, 2016, he had a horrible O-line. And, obviously, he got traded to the Denver Broncos for a King's Ransom. But, overall, I think I think Pete Carroll resigns slash retires. I don't think he's going to be want to take a part in a rebuild. Pete Carroll is a guy who can do really well with a contending team, but not at this stage in his career of rebuilding. If he was, like, you know, instead of in his early 70s and his early 50s, then maybe. But at this point, I think he might hang up the cleats. He's a future Hall of Fame coach, excellent personality, and one of the best coaches we've seen in the past decade. But I'd say overall he resigns, and I think Seattle actually looks in a new direction to find a head coach for the first time since 2010 when they first hired Pete Carroll. And this one's also a weird one. This one is more due to a rumor, sort of, I feel that could become true, knowing Jerry Jones as, yes, that hinted of what coach we're talking about, and Mike McCarthy of the Dallas Cowboys. He is 143-92 and overall record as a head coach. He spent 13 seasons with the Green Bay Packers and his last two with the Dallas Cowboys. He actually took a break in between, so I forgot to mention that. He is 18-15 and 15 as Cowboys head coach. They went 12-5 and five last year. He has won a Super Bowl. He did win a Super Bowl with the Packers in 2010. However, it got um, the offense flamed out, which led to his firing. And then Jerry Jones picked him up after a one-year break. But it seems Jerry Jones hasn't fully committed to Mike like he did with like Jason Garrett, where he committed to him for so long. Remember, he spent like nine and a half years with the dude before he finally pulled the plug. Now, what Mike McCarthy has done is he assembled a really good coaching staff, actually had two excellent coordinators, Kellen Moore on offense, and the Cowboys actually the number one ranked offense in the entire NFL, and Dan Quinn, who was the former Atlanta Falcons head coach, who who managed an excellent turnaround for a Cowboys defense that ranked near the bottom, yeah, pretty much at the bottom of the league under Mike Nolan, who they fired after one season. 
And honestly, I could see him become a head coach candidate next year if the Cowboys' defense continues to progress. Um, the terrible clock management has definitely cost the Cowboys in some games, most notably against the 49ers in the first round. And in other points of the season, it's always been an issue with him, and it seems he's never been able to fix fix that part of his errors. And this is the main reason why I have him on here, is rumors have it Jerry Jones wants to hire Sean Payton after the 2022 season concludes. Now, here's my verdict. It's a little bit of depending. Like, if the Cowboys make the NFC Championship, then I don't see how in any way the how Jerry Jones can fire Mike McCarthy. But if Mike McCarthy loses in round one again, I think he's going to be fired. Even, would a divisional round win be enough? I don't know. Obviously, Sean Payton would have to be fully committed of coming out of retirement and coaching, and coach again, my bad. But, it's a tough call. I, I don't know, though. I really don't feel Mike McCarthy's job is safe, especially if they lose in the first round again, which I have a feeling that might happen. Unfortunately, I'm sorry, Cowboys fans. Trust me, I don't hate Cowboys fans as much as other Packers fans do. I, I don't get annoyed with Cowboys fans. I have a great neighbors next door, Dennis and Lori, who are Cowboys fans, and, and they treat me like damn family. So... And we have an excellent bond. And I'm a Packers fan, and they've been longtime rivals. So, but I'm going to say my verdict is Mike McCarthy does get fired after another playoff loss, and Sean Payton replaces him. It's a tough call. It really is. But my gut tells me that Mike McCarthy won't be in Dallas after this year. And then finally, we have our... Man, this is a short episode this time. Not as long as my other ones. But anyway, that's beside the point. Next up, we have Clicks... Or, finally, we have a Cliff Kingsbury... Cliff Kingsbury. Jesus Christ, my mouth today. My mouth does not want to cooperate. Now, Cliff Kingsbury is very weird. As there was a video... This video kind of summed it up perfectly by uh, Five Point Videos. He made a really good YouTube video, Cliff Kingsbury failing upwards, and you can be like, how the hell can you fail and trend upwards? Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. It's, it makes the opposite of sense. But Cliff Kingsbury has somehow managed to do it. Now, Cliff Kingsbury, we need to actually go back to his playing football days to understand his story. He was a former Texas Tech star quarterback who was one of the first great quarterbacks at Texas Tech and really helped assemble that extremely potent air raid offense that would, you know, that would, uh, um, what's the right word here? Like, define the Mike Leach era. And he was even a 2003 NFL draft pick in the sixth round by the New England Patriots. Um, and then he went back to his alma mater in Texas Tech to be the head coach. He... He was seen as a quarterback whisperer as he helped Johnny Menzel win the Heisman when he was the quarterback's coach at Texas A&M. And some thought he was the real whisperer of that team over Kevin Sumlin, which, yeah, it's probably true. But let's just say stuff at Texas Tech did not go well. Um, he did make three bowl games, but in his six years, he went 35-40 and 40 as head coach of Texas Tech, and he got fired from his alma mater. 
Then he went shortly after to be the offensive coordinator for the USC Trojans, but to, to the surprise of everyone, and I mean everyone, outside of Cliff Kingsbury and the Arizona Cardinals organization themselves, he was hired in 2019 after getting fired from Texas Tech. Usually when an NFL hires a college coach, they hire him with a great record. Barry Switzer, Urban Meyer, Steve Spurrier, Nick Saban, even before, I know that was like before Nick Saban went to Alabama, but he was still an excellent college coach. And he gets hired, and that shocked everyone, mainly because he wanted Kyler Murray, and the Cardinals also wanted Kyler Murray. So they ditched Josh Rosen for a second-round pick, which would become Andy Isabella in the 2019 NFL Draft. They also got a fifth, my bad. And they would draft Kyler Murray first overall, And now, the offense hasn't been the problem here. last two years, they finished 6th and 8th, which is awesome. He is 24-24-1 as the Cardinals head coach. However, I think this could be a hot seat year for him. Especially, I think a lot of people are starting to, like, question. Mainly because of the late season collapses. In the last two years, in 2020, the Cardinals started the year 5-2, which is great but they slumped to an 8-8 eight and eight record and would miss the playoffs. The following year, in 2021, they got off to an even better start. They started 7-0, and but after they lost to the Packers, they would slump to an 11-6 finish and get absolutely destroyed by the Rams in the, in the first round. And they did not look prepared at all for that game. They got absolutely demolished on both sides of the football and a lot of people question if Cliff is the right guy to lead this team, which most of the time college coaches aren't, by the way, because their understanding of football is way different than the pros' understanding of football. And th- this is tough because, I mean, over the past two years, they're what? Um, eight, yeah, 18 and 14 and 1. Or no, 18 and 14. I'm thinking that the one tie was in 2019. So, again, this is another tough one because I'm sure Kyler likes him a lot. And also, the Cardinals didn't really improve the roster. And while the NFC is a relatively weak conference, especially compared to the AFC, you still have a lot of teams fighting for those six and seven spots. You have the Niners, the Vikings, the Saints... And the Eagles are teams that come to mind. And the Cardinals didn't really improve much. They lost Chandler Jones. They did bring in Marquise Brown to hopefully replace um, DeAndre Hopkins for six games. Though, I don't know. I feel a first-round pick was a bit rich for Marquise Brown. I think I would have been fine with, like, a second-rounder. But, I mean, I know they got a third back, but still, that's a pretty steep price to pay. And... Overall, I'm going to say he still keeps his job. Even, I don't have the Cardinals making the playoffs this year. But, I don't think there's enough to get him fired. Like, the team would have to go like 5-12, 6-11, that type of bad for really anything for him to be even close to being fired. But I definitely could see a scenario where it happens, especially if they have another hot start and another late season collapse. That's the third season in a row, which usually means he's not making adjustments 
it's kind of like speaking of Pete Carroll, the Seattle Seahawks for a few years, they'd always get off to like mediocre to lackluster starts. They'd start the year like four and five or like three and four, the five and six, but then they'd get super hot and finish, you know, like 11 or in since this, the 16 game era, 11 and five, 12 and four. They would finish with records like that. With Cliff Kingsbury, it's been the complete opposite. So if that happens again, though, I do think he will be gone. But my verdict is Cliff Kingsbury does keep his job and stays another year in Glendale. Or Phoenix, my bad. Why was I thinking Glendale? Phoenix. Jesus Christ, Tyler. But with that being said, that's all I have for you today. Um, very fun talking to you guys, and there was not really many coaches I saw in the hot seat, as again, it is somewhat limited, as I did put the criteria as two seasons of experience and a lack of results. So, thank you guys for watching, I was very happy to do this episode, it is a little shorter, but overall I think it went very well, happy to talk with you guys, I'm out, peace.